2: terms and conditions apply. This is Lombardy Line with Mike Pom and Mike Pritchard. Now here is your host, Tommy Appafe, on Vcent, the sports betting network.
3: It's a great day to be alive and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the Vcent Studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi Line presented by DraftKings. Kings. Femi Abebefe, hanging out with you guys here. Mike Palm, the VP of Operations here at the Circle Resort and Casino, and Mike Pritchard, our VEASAN NFL analyst, played nearly a decade in the National Football League, former first-round pick and a national champion with the Colorado Buffaloes. Gentlemen, another Football Friday where we're going triple option. We're not gonna touch on the Orange Bowl from way back when, but uh, how are we doing this morning here? The, the, our last show before the holidays.
4: Um, we have a lot to accomplish. Yeah. We've got to go through this NFL slate. We've got to discuss Survivor. And I need the two yeah. of you to figure out how to get um, some sort of vibe back into these bowl games. Oh, some, these, this yeah. is so yeah. bad. Yeah. I mean, I can't. They're unwatchable. They're unbettable. <laughs> Has the handle been down? The handle's down 45% yeah. so Whoa. far. How can you bet them? You I can, mean, who's playing? Syracuse is favored in that game last time and was favored in the second half after watching that well, game. They, I mean, they turned I mean, back to clock kidding
5: with offense too, right? Oh, what was that? Forty-one rushes <laughs> for twenty yards. I saw, yeah. some, <laughs>
3: I saw somebody like wearing.
4: <laughs> crazy. Forty-one for twenty. <laughs> I saw
3: somebody wearing like ninety-eight throw the football, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not watching. No, this. no not watching <laughs> it I'm yeah. not watching the it. The
5: reverse pass thing that fumbled. I mean, I'm like, oh. good. What are they doing yeah, all the way to the side?
4: Outside the hash mark. I was trying. That I was here in the book. I was trying to take a picture of him on the
5: big screen and then tweet out Dino f- phone home, but I, I
4: never get the, the right
5: picture. You know, it, it brings up an interesting point for a betting uh, perspective though, because, mm. like I, I, I know these games. Where, uh, you can't bet them. I mean, you're trying to control variance, right? And yeah. there's so much. Yeah, variance yeah. Here. On top of the opt-outs, but just for these bowl games, and I can speak from personal experience. You're not interested in these games. Mm. Coaches are more interested in getting ready for spring ball coaches are more interested in recruiting because of the portal uh, than these during ball, uh, bowl games. Like they, okay, let's play them, let's celebrate, let's get that trophy and let's get out of here, get those bowl X's, uh, and get out of here. But um, I, I think right. the playoff games are gonna be more interesting or, or will be because, you know, people are talking about distractions. We practice our asses off on Christmas for the Orange Bowl. For the Orange we, Bowls. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Orange Bowls. I mean, we weren't distracted. <laughs> We're going to celebrate Christmas yeah. in Miami, uh, yeah. right? And so, I mean, I think when there's more focus on these games that way, that's when you true, truly get the competitiveness could, that you could, want is better.
4: Could, we, could they take a page from the NBA with mm. this in-season tournament and do something like, you give two, $250,000 for each bowl game for every player that participates? Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, I mean, that's yeah. what... That's this, like, do, do the sponsors want to sign up
3: for that?
5: Why they not? That money? They yeah. make so much money out of these bowl games. that Well, they used to. Yeah. They yeah, used to. Very uh, important yeah. the economies of these towns yeah. where these bowl games Absolutely. are held in. I mean, so, why not? Why not pay the players right. now? I mean, everybody else is. I mean, I think that uh, college football uh, and the way that Chip was talking, college football is moving towards professional football yeah. before our eyes right now.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's like, once we fully acknowledge it, I think yeah. we'll all be better off here for college football. Right. But yeah, the bowl game's uh, not ideal. But uh, we do have an ideal show for you guys here over these next two hours. It's always fun on a football Friday, triple option style here on the Lombardi line. Coming up in the second hour at 1130 West Coast time, 230 Eastern. Will Brinson, CBS Sports NFL writer, will be joining us in studio. We're going to be going four wide on a Friday okay. here in studio. Will Brinson's <laughs> been hanging out with us here on the network all week long it's here. So he'll balance. be joining us. We'll get you will get his thoughts on Are this Are no, 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 really. you feeling you outnumbered all year.
5: You feeling uncomfortable not, no, now? No, 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 no. I, I was gonna breeze by that comment, I'm, but no, no, no be, you can't breeze by that one. You can't breeze by that. You can't breeze by that.
3: We're already off and running. It's, already, it's only segment number one. But uh, we did have an NFL game last yeah. night. And this was a high stakes. We're talking about bowl games not being high stakes. This was a very high stakes game as it pertains to the NFC Wild Card. Rams go ahead and beat the Saints 30-22. to 22, uh, And it wasn't really that close. you yeah. watching the game. Stafford looked unbelievable. Once again, Rams cover. Game flies over the total. What were your guys' thoughts watching the game well, uh, yesterday
4: evening? From a betting perspective, we're always, I, and I think you guys share this, concerned when everybody's on one side, right? Mm-hmm. It happened with Buffalo-Dallas. Yep. Buffalo got there pretty easy. And everybody was on the Rams last night. They laid the four. And they got there pretty easy. The score wasn't as close. Yeah. No. You know, I thought... And Dennis Allen could have punted before half there right. and kept that game 107 if mm-hmm. you pin them down they're probably not going to take too many chances but the Rams were the better side here and to me the interesting question going forward is how dangerous can they be as a wild card in the playoffs because they they have it in front of them and it's likely San Francisco is not going to have to play anybody in the final game because mm-hmm. they'll have the one seed so I mean what we talked about for a month betting them at plus 155 160 they're minus 250 now to make the playoffs
5: three weeks later yeah I mean <laughs> they are hot offensively mm-hmm. uh you'd love to find that they have the quarterback, uh, and that quarterback is going to make the difference in a lot of games uh, because of the state of the quarterback position now uh, in the league. Uh, offensively, they are incredible. Sean McVay's done a hell of a job with what they have and, and what they've turned into. Uh, very, very young team, and and that's what I want to make a point on. I really want to emphasize this: is that coaching has mattered more this year than any other year. A lot of times in the league, uh, you know, just get out the way. I mean, you got so much talent out there. Just make sure you get out the way and just put these guys in position to make plays. But to develop a roster, to understand your roster, and to call plays offensively for your roster, as well as defensively improving throughout the year, uh, I'm, I'm shocked at the Rams where they are right now, to be honest with you. Um, and then on the other side, Dennis, like you said, Mike, I mean, you got to know the room. You got to know your team. Offensively, you're not that prolific. You're mm-hmm. not that great. Now, defensively, they've made improvements, but against the Giants, uh, and then what was it? At Carolina, home. yeah. The and at home. Two, at yeah. home, inferior teams at right. home,
4: and they, and they won those games. Right, but J- this was the yeah. offenses.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you kind of fall into that. Well, you shouldn't mm-hmm. as a head coach, but Dennis Allen did. You fall into that um, that notion that okay, you know what. I got Derek Carr, we're going to be okay, and I'll go fourth for Fourth
4: and five. I mean, Hell I no. Not, again, yeah, not, yeah. not against
5: a high-powered offense He's like bad that.
4: in the red zone, which means he's probably going to be bad on fourth right. down, right? Right, I mean.
5: exactly. And, and what, uh, t- uh, Hill, I mean, is he going to come in there and save yeah. the day? You I know, mean, all mm-hmm. those gadget plays. But, no, I, I, Dennis Allen just was not aware. Uh, sure, you're, you're inkling, and, and you have the notion you want to go for it. And you, okay, you feel good about that. But know your room. Know, know your team. You're, you're not capable of doing that or overcoming those situations.
3: Yeah, I, I just— Back on that Rams point, because I asked this to Michael Lombardi yesterday when we were doing the Lombardi line here, and I was say, hey, like, hey, do you see the Rams? like Once you get past like, the three-tier contenders, and it probably is, there's a tier of 49ers by themselves, and right. there's the tier with Dallas and mm-hmm. Philadelphia. But after that, though, like, would you put the Rams at number four in the NFC in terms of like dangerous teams in the conference? Or can maybe Detroit do something to kind of convince you that they belong in that fourth I, I, spot I, there as they
4: were I, for much of the season? I think it's interesting you bring up Detroit because everyone's sort of hoping for a 3-6 matchup with Stafford going back to I Detroit in yeah. that divisional What a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Almighty <laughs> oh would be juiced for that. He's, he's mm-hmm. playing so well. He is. I didn't know if he was even going to be able to play again. I know. Right? I didn't either. He's Bruce Spinal Court. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy's playing so – and the city of Detroit loves him mm-hmm. and his wife yeah. and the yeah. whole story, right? So it, it, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's the 49ers and then it's – Just everybody else else is a whole separate line. Not even, you know, I I don't think Dallas can go there and beat them. Right now, I I said this with Femi and Michael, I I think the Eagles might be the most fraudulent team who thinks the Super Bowl (laughs) contender right now. Um, So it's really tough. Could, Could the Rams, and Michael keeps talking about, Lombardi keeps talking about, you can win games on the road in the playoffs through your offense. Your mm-hmm. offense has to take right. control. It's not, everybody talks about defense. It's offense, it's offense. to win on the road in the mm-hmm. playoffs and you take the crowd out of the game and they have that offense, it They seems, do, right? They
5: do, and they have options. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they run the ball, yep. right? Your guy yep. from Notre Dame. Yep. I mean, um, and, and so can, you know, if Detroit, if they're at home and they can be balanced and mm-hmm. run the football, then, you know, golf is okay. But if you're leaning on golf and, and if golf feels like he's got to get in his shoe out with, with Stafford, he's going to lose that one yeah. uh, just because of you know if you get into 11 personnel you're comfortable with that and you want to throw the ball around the yard uh i know ben johnson is incredible as a play caller we know what they do uh but just those two players are different stafford and goff in my opinion do you I mean, do you think to, to continue on with the rams mm-hmm. sorry for me no,
4: do you think that if stroud let's say misses this week and next week that nakua could still win offensive rookie of the year i mean the numbers are unbelievable we were just what talking about we were talking before about it before the here, show, yeah. before you got here. I think it's a possibility. I mean you could have got him at twenty to one before the game last night. Yeah. They were he was sitting there. The way
3: I uh, put it, yeah.
5: the <laughs> way
3: the way I phrase it is that like prior to the CJ Shroud concussion, door was closed. It yeah. was mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The door's not all the way open, but it's slightly ajar a little bit here. Like If Stroud doesn't come back, I think Nakua would win it. I think Stroud just has to come back and play. He doesn't have to play great. Yeah. I think as long as he just plays, yeah. I think yeah. he's built up yeah. enough yeah. cachet, and he was like the runaway guy at the yeah. midway point.
5: I think he'd still hold on okay. to win. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that door might be wider uh, just yeah. because mm. Nakua is going to set a rookie record. Yeah, I mean, think about all the rookie wide receivers. Like, when I was, my first three years, I was the fifth fastest to 200 catches, right? And that's a badge of honor, considering yeah. Jerry Rice and considering the t- uh, territory or the company I was in. Wow. But Nakua, he's going to be, the, he's going to have the rookie record, right? And, and to me, from a narrative standpoint, if you're a voter, how do you bypass that? And Stroud has had a fantastic season, but he's not going to set the record. He's not going to break Andrew Luck's record, though. I don't believe he will. No, exactly. I mean, he could go off, right? Probably miss too much time.
4: Yeah. Paul Howard made an interesting comment this morning on Follow the Money in their opening segment, saying, mm-hmm. "To his eyes, Nakua is the best rookie wide receiver since Randy Moss." Oh, <laughs> I mean Jamar I- Chase. That. I, mean. I was going to say, I was like, we just saw Chase. Strong. We saw
5: Jefferson three. years Jefferson. Ago. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I can't, yeah, I can't get there. Uh, he's get a, he's there. the most surprising. Uh, fifth round wide receiver (laughs) ever absolutely yeah Yeah, thousand percent Uh, but I don't know about bypassing Jamar Chase and uh, Justin Jefferson but um, yeah Randy Moss I mean the guy was so sick Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, Juan Moss had a special. What was it was a 17 yeah. touchdowns as a rookie. Oh, yeah, like I mean, that's
3: ridiculous yeah. what he was able to do there. But the point that you guys brought up about this Rams offense, this is from Restore the Roar on Twitter, who I guess, according to his bio, likes to bet a lot on sports. It <laughs> uh, says, the Rams offense with Matthew Stafford, Kyron Williams, Puka Nakua, and Cooper Cup. On the field in 2023, they're first in EPA per play, mm-hmm. first in dropback EPA, first in dropback success rate, first in success rate, first in rushing success rate, first in points per drive, yeah. first in yards per play, first in rush EPA. Yeah. When they're all healthy, John McVay, man, it's dangerous offense <laughs> yeah. heading many, into the playoffs.
4: What percentage of the year have they all been healthy?
5: <laughs> yeah, <And laughs> Cooper well, Cup was well, the <laughs> third,
3: fourth option, but right? They're healthy right now. <laughs> That's what matters. Yeah. All right, we'll get to some of the NFL news and notes on the other side. It's the Lombardi Line.
2: terms and conditions apply this is the lombardi line with mike palm and mike pritchard now here's your host Timmy up on VSN, the sports betting network
3: with the lowest prices for over 30 years you always find what you love and love what you find only at total wine and more drink responsibly be 21 Holidays, total wine season. Go out there, get get yourself situated in a nice little uh, liquor cabinet, everything going on here. Can't Uh, wait for that stuff.
5: Situated or positioned position.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Got to be able to take in these games somehow. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Lombardi line here. Femi Ben Mike Palm, Mike Pritchard, hanging out with you guys on a football Friday. Before we get to specific games, wanted to give folks an update on some of the news and notes from around the league as it pertains to these quarterbacks. Uh, earlier before we started our show, Doug Peterson, head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars said that Trevor Lawrence has a chance to play. He's practicing today. Uh, he's still in the concussion protocol, but the market has reacted to uh, Lawrence being on the practice practice field down there in Jacksonville uh, the Jaguars were catching three now they're catching two and a half total 41 and a half so still some uncertainty with that here but I guess from a betting standpoint you'd be trying to get ahead of some news if he's rolled out we're probably going right back to three maybe we even go beyond that but if he's ruled in I think we would land that would pick him or do we flip to Jacksonville then being the favorite in this game hmm
4: I think it's a pick 'em. I don't know no. if you can get to a road favorite here in this spot. Tampa's won three in a row. They've lost three in a row. Oh, right. it's, I mean, I think people were impressed with the effort at Lambeau last week, uh, what Baker did, and uh, you know that they actually were pretty dominant in that game. When Michael talks about his dominating, controlling, mm-hmm. and bad wins and all that, so I don't think you could get to Jacksonville being favored.
5: No, no, they're not even executing well either no. offensively, even if uh, Trevor is healthy and you know to me it's about practice because trevor's still a a young player who hasn't really um distinguished himself in the light that he should be in right (laughs) especially with the talent he has around him uh and without practice even against cleveland without practice uh with that ankle it's like he was off but then he got in rhythm and then okay here comes the points uh so if, if he's sputtering not really practicing with this young group of players or this group of players then, then I don't know where the execution is going to be, where it needs to be in this game.
3: Yeah, but Peterson was asked if it's kind of a coin flip situation. He said that he has better odds than coin flip, but with the protocol, it doesn't matter. It's like you're either you have to pass or fail. it. Yeah. So even if he's feeling like 80 percent better, um, if he doesn't pass the protocol, he's not going to play. So I guess would the strategy be then if you if you're interested in betting Tampa, do you kind of just wait to see it and like hope that Lawrence is ruled in? and then you can get the bucks at a better price here? Because you, it sounds like what you guys are saying, that even if Lawrence plays, you're not really uh, thrilled with backing the Jacksonville Jaguars.
4: I don't have a play in this game.
5: Yeah, I don't have a play either. I yeah. mean, Femi, we were talking about this before the show. You know, I, I this, is, this is probably I'm leaning towards more teasers and legs that way this, mm. this week, and this is a game that I, I can't profile well, and um, I wouldn't touch it, even, you know, even if I had a chance with, with points, like with Jacksonville and Trevor and, I just don't like the execution uh, offensively right now. Um, I, I think, and I've kind of separated coaches uh, along the way. There's coaches that want to develop these younger rosters and teams, and there's coaches that just want to call plays. Peterson just wants to call plays. Mm. I mean, how, how in the hell do you not know what to do with this group of players, talent-wise, and be consistent with that and, and grow that? Uh, and that, that's mind-boggling to me.
3: Yeah, And it's been a lot of injuries, too, for this Jacksonville Jaguars team as well offensively. But like you said, it just feels a little disconnected what they're doing offensively, as we saw last Sunday night in their loss to the Ravens. Uh, Also, another game impacted by quarterbacks is this Commanders-Jets game. Robert Sala, head coach of the New York Jets, announces that Trevor Simeon will be getting the start here for Gang Green. They're laying three at home against Washington.
4: Yeah, Washington showed a little bit of life in the second half there. Made it, it, it interesting down the stretch against the Rams. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Jets were absolutely dominated in Miami in that game. Another, another spot where it's hard to tell where these teams are at at the end of the year. Both of them not eligible to move on. Um, I, I don't think I could lay it, though.
5: Yeah, I can't. I mean, the Jets went all in. I, I mean, now that's gone. It certainly was gone midway through the year. And yeah. uh, <laughs> Zach Wilson did not want to get hurt, and he gets hurt. You know, right? You talked about that. Sometimes you can talk it into existence, uh, and you, you play that way too, right? You, you play and you're trying to be careful, and all of a sudden things happen. Um, I, I think, you know, Washington on the other side, there's going to be so many changes going on with that team, and you wonder about players and uh, you know what their mindset's going to be. And again, I mean, how do how do you make a bet? How do you how do you find an edge in this game? I can't.
3: Yeah. I, I took the three with
5: Washington mm-hmm. just because I was like, I'm fading Trevor Simeon.
3: Okay. You know, I, I don't think he could be laying three and at, at, in 2023. It's something that can't happen here. And I get that Washington, they have their issues, right. especially defensively. It's really bad for the Commanders. But hey, w- welcome to the Jets' offense that can't do anything. <laughs> Maybe the Commanders' defense will look a little bit better here. So I took plus three with the Commanders. It's actually the only bet I have officially right now in my card. We'll bet some stuff a little bit later on tomorrow and throughout the weekend here. But uh, Washington, for me, at plus three. It's a handicap, the fact that. Hackett is just really bad as a coordinator yep. too. Yeah, bad, bad quarterback, horrendous play call. Right, right. Like can't win by margin with that. Okay, and the totals low, not going to be a whole lot of points scored. So I thought three was pretty valuable in this game.
4: Is he a horrendous play caller?
5: He's. What do you think so? Huh? He's not creative at all. I mean, um, no, he's he's not great. Mm. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been you bad in multiple good? stops. No, but horrend- horrendous is a <laughs> horrendous is strong, strong. Horrendous
4: word. would suggest like <laughs> bottom four in the league.
3: Is he in the Arthur
5: Smith territory? He is. He is a good coordinator with Aaron Rodgers. That's it. I mean, any other quarterback, he is horrendous. How about that? But even (laughs) but even that though, it was Lafleur calling the plays. Hackett was just the coordinator. Well, putting the game plans together and structuring stuff, and then certainly talking with Aaron. You know, I mean, Aaron Aaron pretty much does what he wants to do anyway. But (laughs) um, yeah, yeah, I, I just Hackett is not done anything to to dispel the fact that he needs that type of quarterback. Do you
4: think Eric ends up with a head coaching job next
5: year? I I keep saying every year this is the best opportunity for Eric. I mean, this literally is the best opportunity for Eric, I believe, because he does have support uh, in front offices now.
3: Yeah, we'll see what Mm -hmm. happens with the Washington Commanders and the New York Jets. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get to Saturday's slate. Coming up tomorrow, the first game, AFC North football, as Mike Tallman likes to call it. Cincinnati (laughs) Bengals taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right now, the Bengals, two-and-a-half-point road favorites. But it looks like we might head to three in most places here. Total at 38. It'll be Mason Rudolph versus Jake Browning in the AFC North. Steelers (laughs) fighting for their playoff lives.
4: You know... To me, the line looked too short at two, two and a half. Now it's three, probably more where it should be. It still looks short, right, mm-hmm. when you consider how bad the Steelers have been the last three games. And yet this is the spot where Tomlin always wins. Right? He's like, in these games where his teams get back to 500 mm-hmm. after the midpoint of the year, I mean, what is he's like 11 and three? And I mean, he just always wins these games. So... You're not going to get me to take the Steelers, but that <laughs> keeps me off the Bengals. I was really tempted to bet it at two earlier in the yeah, week. Yeah,
5: yeah, I mean, that was a temptation, obviously, right? I, I could see that. You know, coaching matters. It, it really does. And and what uh, Taylor and, and certainly what Browning is doing, but there's some injury concerns, I think, with the Bengals. And, uh, and you wonder, <clears throat> the more games that Browning's out there, discovery starts to happen, right? So, you know, yeah, Jamar Chase is going to be out. So, yeah. I mean, I... I it's, it's a different offense without T Higgins when he was hurt and, and Chase was out there and then without Chase It's a different offense, right? Because they are strictly 11 personnel that way and I think there's a drop-off, but there's, there's a path for the Steelers and you're right. I mean Tomlin coaching matters if he can get this guy if he can get his groups uh, his players Ready to play. I mean maybe they can support Rudolph enough uh, but defensively, that, that's where they're going have to have to win this game. They shouldn't
4: lack confidence. They went into Cincinnati yeah. and played a really good game a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Rudolph has played against Cincinnati twice mm-hmm. in previous years and beaten them both times. So, I mean, they have that muscle memory, right, yeah. of, of having beaten Cincinnati.
5: I, I do. You know, there's just some <laughs> attitude issues, though, that Tomlin's going to have to to rein in. And George Pickens. Sure, sure. And well, Johnson too. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, receivers. Why divas. are the receivers always the problem, Those damn divas, Mike. <laughs> Mike I don't know, man. I, I know, especially in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. see what we have to deal with in between breaks here with French. I mean, it's a lot to manage, but yeah. we, we work through it. Man, if you're a diva in Pittsburgh, man, if you go somewhere else, Antonio Brown, <laughs> yeah. where are you really going to be a diva, right? Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Good Lord. It's a lot to deal with, yeah. man. Yeah.
4: You know, that makes a point, though. When they're in Pittsburgh, Tomlin has been able to yeah. control. And when they they just <laughs> flame out when they leave Pittsburgh. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Libby on Bell.
3: I mean, it's amazing. yeah,
5: yeah. And so that, that you you're dealing with that too if mm. you're trying to look to back the Steelers.
3: Yeah,
5: I I kind of want to back the Steelers because it feels
3: like this is the Tomlin spot. Like, like everyone kind of thought it was last week. Home dog when like the vibes could not be worse in Pittsburgh around this team. This feels like kind of like their last gasp here to try to make the playoffs. I think it's going to be a competitive game, low total. Like I, I think it's a great teaser leg, honestly. If you just if it stays at two and a half, like it is at most sports books, but if you get a three minus one ten, I, I think it's an interesting play. The Pittsburgh Steelers feels just feels like a hunch for me here. Uh, the the night game tomorrow night. Big spread. Buffalo, the team that everybody's talking about this week, 12 and a half point favorites, laying it against the Chargers. Total 44. This will be the first game for for Giff Smith, the interim head coach there for the Los Angeles Chargers.
4: <laughs> it almost seems like a bridge too far now that it's 12. Yeah, it's a big um, the, the, the look ahead line at the Westbrook before the year was Bill's one. And <laughs> wow. just to think about that before the year started, they gave a line. Well, on every no game. Herbert now, obviously, but yeah. still, yeah. It's, a lo- it's a lot of points. Um, Buffalo probably couldn't have looked any better than they did against Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. And this team, nobody wants to play them. Right. Uh, but they're still on the outside looking in. Um, the Chargers missed no effort last week uh, on Thursday night, so I can't, I can't get involved unless yeah. I wanted to. Would you tease down
5: under seven? Would Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. The Syndicate no. don't believe in no, that stuff. No, they don't like to tease down. They don't like, there's, there's a reason why they might as well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back. We'll never up. know. <laughs>
2: This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here is your host, Femiya Bebethay, on vSEN, the sports betting network.
3: Want to check out Veeson's betting splits but don't have a Veeson Pro subscription yet? Well, you better hurry. Today is the final day. We're giving everyone access to the betting splits for free. The Veeson betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 5 minutes so you can see changes and all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action but future events as well. Get free access to Veeson's betting splits all this week. At vsin.com slash splits. That's V-S-I-N.com slash splits. This is the Lombardi line Triple Option Football Friday. Femi, Bebfe, Mike Paul, Mike, Pritchard hanging out with you guys here at the circa resort and casino. And let's uh, let's get to this NFC wildcard race here because there's a lot of games in the NFC. Like we saw a big one yesterday rams beating the saints they go ahead and get that tiebreaker they're now in the sixth seed currently but a team that's fighting for them for that positioning is the minnesota vikings who sunday afternoon will be hosting the detroit lions the lions who if they win will clinch the division for the first time since 1993 it's been 30 years since they've won the division the last time they won the division it was the nfc central that's how who's, long it's was recorded been been
4: quarterback <laughs> in 93 hippo
3: Ooh. For the yeah. Lions? Yeah. Well, it wasn't Scott Mitchell yet. It could have been. Because Mitchell, I think, was in Miami at the time.
5: It wasn't Rodney Pete. He was done, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, uh, Rodney, Rodney Pete,
3: Pete, I think, was he.
4: Holly, Holly Robinson Pete.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, We yeah, get into that. There Rodney.
5: That. Was, uh, <laughs> Rodney. <laughs> <Pete. laughs> um,
4: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> who, <yeah>. who, <laughs> was it Mitchell? <laughs> I
3: think Mitchell was in, <laughs> in like, Miami.
5: Okay.
3: Because it, it that was the year that Marino tore his Achilles, right? 93. I think that was the year that Mitchell was, like, kind of came. I think Mitchell didn't get there until. Rodney P. It was yeah. Rodney P? Rodney Peat. How about that? Yeah. So, the, so back when Rodney P was a quarterback, Brett Perriman. Yeah, they were still running, and running shoot
5: with Barry. Miles Davis. Yeah, Sanders, yeah.
3: Running shoot with Barry Sanders. on can yeah. t- see. <laughs> yeah.
5: that thing worked though. <laughs>
3: it
2: did. It, it,
5: they won the division. How can I complain? <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked for Barry. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a long time coming, but uh, you know Detroit. I, I don't. Did did Campbell redeem himself to you guys from a betting standpoint? For coach I mean, of the year, you mean? Well, he's a front runner, but certainly He shouldn't be. He shouldn't he be. Shouldn't. Right? Should okay. Be. He didn't Houston. redeem himself. <laughs> the
4: guy in Houston it should. It be. And Dem- think, yeah, and I think Steichen should be the second choice, yeah. and I think Campbell should be third right now. I think mm. it's still up in the air. Okay, Campbell ahead of Stefanski. I make this argument. Cleveland was supposed to win 10 games. It was nine and a half. Um, well, Juice to the over. Were they supposed to do oh, it with four okay. different oh, Deshaun, quarterbacks? did we think Deshaun was going to be great? <laughs> he was awful coming. He hadn't yeah. played until he was awful. Nobody thought that. Okay, he's got a great deep. That defense at home might be the best team. They're not that great right. on the road. But, I mean, I don't... Feel that he's done a, a tremendous job.
3: Well, that's, Pete, what, that's four, four different quarterbacks he's won a who game. Well, PJ
4: Walker would still be winning games, but they don't want to play P. They can't play PJ. Something. You and PJ, Just PJ, Walker. PJ Walker did something to somebody. I mean, in Cleveland. They see
5: eye to eye. That's <laughs> why he, <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, he walked right oh, into that. He but <laughs> but I was
4: on a platter.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but Dan, so that's my point, because Dan Campbell. Like they you know, did he do a division. did he do a hell of a coaching <laughs> job in that game against Denver, or was that something else? though, so, right, they got and, to the and then, front and
4: they, and they beat a team that was probably it, playing yeah. above their uh, above their skis a little bit. But you know,
5: so this matchup though, I, I'm curious about this matchup uh, coming up though with, with uh, the Lions. You I want to back
4: it. Nick Mullins plus three?
3: Well,
5: it's not so much Nick Mullins. It's that I think O'Connell's more comfortable calling plays for this guy, where he clearly wasn't with Dobbs. And then Flores defensively. What the Vikings have done defensively, and, and okay, golf, if you're going to lean on him, if they can't run the football in this game, then you're going to lean on golf and try to um, decode what Flores is doing defensively.
4: So I think this is the great end game. Yeah. Getting, because yeah. I want to see if Flores using those safeties, because he uses the safeties oh. to stop the run, right? Mm-hmm. He's very creative. Right. But I want to see, because if they can stop the run and they're going to start blitzing golf. Then Minnesota's going to win this game, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to see in the first quarter can the Lions establish the run right. like they did against Denver? Right. If they can, I like them laying three. Exactly. Right. Yeah, great in game inside yeah, right it's there. Great yeah. in game. Yeah.
3: game that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I kind of lean toward the Minnesota side taking the three here. I haven't bet it yet. I'm kind of going back and forth with it. The You're market. Monitoring. I mean, we got to monitor one. The key number of yeah, three. Right. How could you not monitor?
4: <laughs> <laughs> auto <laughs> monitor lists.
3: <laughs> Every game with a three, three point guys. spread. <laughs> monitor. Yeah. If I can get three in the hook, I like the dog. If two and a half, I like the favorite. No. Uh, but I mean, just but the market has kind of been going back and forth. It looked like we were about to get to three and a half. Now we might go to two and a half here mm-hmm. at Circuits. Three well, even money for Detroit. Like, who knows where this is going to go here in other places? I don't know if we'll ever see two and a half, but I. That defense with Brian Flores, that like that's if they that rattle Jared Goff and send those blitzes at him. I think you can get uncomfortable here for Detroit Lions here. So right, they- I lean towards the Minnesota Vikings, mm-hmm. and I might place that bet before Sunday. They really let one get away in Cincinnati on
4: Saturday. I mean, they, they, they uh, had that they game did, in their hands. But they what? let Browning re- three touchdowns. Well, guys. the I quarterback
5: mean, sneak stuff, too. Yeah. Come on. I mean, yeah. Yeah. know your room. M- yeah. M- Mullins is a qu- He's not an aggressive player. Why the hell are you going to run could, a quarterback he, sneak? He got it's, turned twice. He, did. So he got
2: immediately turned. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> the
5: center got blown up, too, <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah. The play, like, but You need a level of toughness, though. And if you got a quarterback cringing, right? this. It
4: yeah. hurts his lower body strength. They, <laughs> yeah. they can all just yeah. do that, yeah. right? It
5: takes it's, some courage to do 600 that. 600-pound
4: squats. Yeah. Remember yeah. how good Brady was at picking the hole? Brady used to get three yards on those sneaks. Yeah. Yeah. He, he picked the right hole every time and just yeah. went forward Yeah, being well, then, long. Well, New England, they would always do it from like those
3: spread out. Right, And then Spread the, the defense out yeah. and it just goes <laughs> boom. <Yeah. laughs> That's, yeah, it was really, I mean, I don't think you ever failed on one of those things. Um, but, yeah, that's a big game, obviously, I, Detroit trying to go ahead and
4: clinch. I'd like to make division. one or more point, Femi, about just this coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. To me, the lasting memory of Campbell, and I think he's great, and the, the guys love him, is that fake punt that he ran on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then the reporter asked the question three times, what did you see hmm. in their punt defense that made you? He couldn't answer it. Yeah. I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done it. Because he didn't have any reason to run it. Right. He just said this is the right time to just do ran it. it. But there was no advantage there. Nope. They had seven guys on that side, mm-hmm. and they lost yardage on yep. it. So that, I think maybe that factors into in people's opinions of him.
3: Well, I don't think anybody's really talking about him for coach of the year, which is why his price in the market has baffled me for mm-hmm. about a month here. Like, I don't think he should be the favorite. Or so you think there's to... value in betting others than Campbell? I think. I mean, well, the others are kind of short price as well. Like you mentioned, Ryan
4: and Steichen, I think are probably like the two. Steichen, you can still find like three hundred and sixty on Steichen. Nobody talks about the Colts. That's the problem. They just yeah. keep winning. That's the problem. But they do. They keep winning. And they maybe win. maybe win.
3: Week 18 ends up becoming the, the four coach of the year, whoever wins that game Texans at Indianapolis.
4: They might be better off, and I'm not saying because I want Anthony Richard, but that he did get hurt, though. Because Minshew might give him a – he's still very raw, right? Yeah. He was still very raw. And Minshew just keeps him in these games, and they find ways to win. I mean, they're down 13-0. It looked like, here we go, Tomlin, right, last week? Mm-hmm. And then, boom, they flew by. And what's crazy is that you see Steichen, and maybe it starts to
3: make sense more about what's going Philly. on in Philadelphia. Right, <laughs> like, right, you know, like right. You see that Steichen's kind of turning chicken mm-hmm. salad out of you-know-what. Yeah. And then Philly is, you know, it's offensively, it's like a little bit herky-jerky. Mm-hmm. Maybe a lot of last year's dominance was Shane Steichen calling those plays with all the talent that they have on that Eagles roster. Right now, Steichen at DraftKings, plus 300 coach of the year. D'Amico Ryans, plus 350. Shanahan, plus... I don't get that Shanahan Price. Like nobody's talking about him for coach of the year. Like his team is. McDaniel either. Yeah, McDaniel McDaniel. either. Plus 650. Not beating a team with a winning record. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this this week might be his week. Something's got to give in South Florida. Something Something does. Something's got to give. give. Um, Yeah, Shanahan, McDaniel, those don't make sense to me at all. Stefanski 12 to 1. I think if you can still find Stefanski at 12 to 1, I'll just say this. A lot of media members who might have votes have been touting Stefanski this week. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to vote for him at the end of the season. Oh, I just right. think that there's a lot been, that, been a lot of people saying
4: Stefanski. So just that, keep an ear out. That was like all that smokescreen with all those Heisman voters who said for the last two weeks that <laughs> that, that, that easily Daniels was the winner. What, what? <laughs> I, I don't even know.
3: The, the H word is what I call it now. I don't, even, I don't even know what that means. Let's get to Green Bay and Carolina. <laughs> Still a sore subject months later. Uh, the Packers, five-point favorites in Carolina. Uh, this is a do-or-die situation for Green Bay. Like, they have to win if they want any chance to make the NFC playoffs. And even then, those chances might be slim. They're laying five. Total is at 37 and a half here. Is this, is this a buy-low spot for Green Bay, or is,
4: is this kind of dogger pass? We'll get into Survivor next segment, but this is one of the four choices, I think, that team, I don't know who's lane five here in this yeah. spot. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I know it was a rainstorm, but they, we always said the Panthers were going to win another game somewhere, yeah, yeah, and they did, it. did it. Now, Will they win another game after that? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did they celebrate too much? And is there any <laughs> so distraction there around their ownership this week? I'm not sure either there. Yeah, I mean,
5: yeah. I, I think Green Bay feels like they hit a ceiling uh, with these young players, and, and are, are they equipped yet to know how to win? uh in in december you know a little floor is he a play caller or is he a coach i I mean i've been talking about this for weeks in the bad habits for jordan love and 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 his footwork and then now you need a quarterback who's on the game on tv circling and outlaying to telling everybody what the bad habits are with jordan love and if you're the floor how are you not fixing that how and same thing with um uh, Barry on the defense side of the ball, you know, some questions there. So how was he not fixing his special teams in Green Bay the last two too. years? They that lost too. him in The playoffs yeah. twice in a row. Exactly. Uh, so I, it's tough to lay it here, uh, but I know who they're playing, right? Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> talent-wise, they're supposed to win this game. Sure. Yeah, right? You love the talent, you yeah. do. Uh, the execution and, and and mistake-prone nature of this football team uh, makes me reluctant to lay it, though.
3: Is Joe Barry going to make Bryce Young look really good? Is that what we're going to see? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, I mean,
5: maybe we'll see I, I put your finger on whatever is going on in Carolina. I don't know if anybody can.
3: Yeah, it's tough. Maybe yeah. they, that whole franchise just needs to kind of like get into the offseason and figure it out because this year was, was from a waste. ownership
5: on down. Yes, hundred yeah. percent.
3: All right. On the other side, we're going to talk Circus Survivor. Also, we will discuss if you had a two hundred thousand dollar payout on Brock Purdy to win MVP, what would you do? We answer that question next year on the Lombardi Line.
2: terms and conditions apply this is the Lombardi line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard now here is your host Timmy up on v the sports betting network
3: All I want for the holidays this year is some NBA action. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Vegas only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Vegas. The crown is yours. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line, triple option style. On the far end, Mike Pritchett, our VC mm-hmm. NFL analyst. Mike Palm, VP of operations here at Circa in the middle. Femi Abebefe here, uh, professional talker into microphoner uh, as we're hanging out here on a football Come Friday. You're, silly. You're an analyst.
4: <laughs> Say, You're an yeah. analyst, too. But I
3: guess, I guess, I guess, the, I guess the, the waters might be a little muddy there. <laughs> we'll no,
4: no, 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 You wear many hats. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> Try to at he least. Does. Yes, does. Does. Uh, Trick
4: ponies. Yeah. I'm an essayist. That's well, okay. all I am. <laughs> well, one thing <laughs> that I do is
3: uh, I, I bet a, a lot of awards, as you guys know. And have come to love here. Yes, and somebody Humans loves that he he, loves oh, the he, he, he's, he's waiting for my <laughs> grows the picks for next
4: season.
3: <laughs> We'll oh get into that in August <laughs> um, But there's a, a better out there who had the foresight prior to the season to start to bet $2,000 on San Francisco 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy to win MVP the payout 200 grand and this better Earlier, like I think, like a couple weeks ago, put the ticket on Prop Swap to see what they can get. Officially today, has sold this ticket. This tweet from Darren Ravel covering this thing. They sold the ticket 100 to 1 for Purdy to win MVP, and right now he's minus 200. Ticket sold for $125,000. So the new buyer now would win $202,000 at the odds of minus 162 with the investment. But I guess my question to you guys because the Niners are five and a half point favorites on Monday night against the Ravens, Purdy right now is minus 200 minimum, even some places minus 250 to win the award. Would you sell your ticket right now if you were holding that $2,000 to win $200,000 on Brock Purdy to win league MVP? So, I.
4: Pritch and I may have different answers just because we're in different spots in life, right? <laughs> mm. I would lock up the money. Mm-hmm. Um, might be different for Pritch. It's different for everybody based on their situation. But, yeah. I mean, I guess a guy who's investing 2000 on futures tickets probably is pretty well off, right? They're yeah. taking shots yeah. here and there. Or he's in solid shape. Right. But I think from a vitiating your risk standpoint, I think it's a good move. because if move. he's Right? He's doing yeah. it ahead of this game, mm-hmm. which has the greatest variance if something should happen with right. Lamar or even his own teammate, McCaffrey here. I think it's great to lock it up. So I mean, he, he ends up hitting the ticket at sixty to
5: one. Right. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah, and then he can take some of that money that he sold this ticket for and put it on Christian. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, or, when or, think about or, or, it. Or, or, and cash in or, on two. Or, or or buy or buy a piece of somebody's survivor ticket. Or or something like that. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, cash in hand is is yeah. powerful. Uh, and I learned that a long time ago. Um, <laughs> and and I think you know holding a ticket. Uh, is one thing, right? And, and certainly things can happen. It, it seems likely that Brock's gonna win MVP. I'm talking about the person that purchased it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know, for 125,000, I mean, there's other ways you could've went around this situation. But uh, people want notoriety. Like what's the point of being a billionaire if nobody knows it, that kind of thing? Yeah. What's the point of nobody know, knowing who I am or if I can not get some headlines uh, somewhere? And, and I, I think we are in that realm here. Now I, I don't I don't know how wise it was to to put down that kind of money uh for this ticket. Uh because I, I still think the door could be open for somebody else other than Brock Purdy to win it.
4: If the guy was going to invest one hundred and twenty five thousand, he got a better price, right? right. He got one sixty two instead of two dollars, which yeah. is the yeah. best yeah. price available yeah. to mark. So if he was a huge believer that in Purdy yeah, he also and and good for Ian and those guys who made mm-hmm. close to four thousand. broker in the deal yeah. at, at prop swap. I guess m- mm-hmm. my question
3: would be that like, if you are the guy who sold like the ticket, like which is I mean like turning two thousand to one hundred twenty five thousand, that's nothing to scoff at. Yeah. NFL honors is Thursday before the Super Bowl. The NFL announces Brock Purdy wins MVP. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling that day?
4: I, well, I th- you have to be willing to accept that decision. Yeah. You have to think he's going to win anyhow, right? right? That you made the right. bet, but. I think it's different, too. You're talking about 125 instead of 200. We're talking in Survivor, 400,000, 9 million. Mm-hmm. It's not that far off of his full payout, right? It's yeah, still right. so. And and Andy has the notoriety. Either way, if Brock Purdy wins it, they said this guy had the most confidence. He made the biggest bet on Brock Purdy mm-hmm. before the season. He's great. And if Brock Purdy doesn't win, he, what a genius. It's, what a genius. Exactly. exactly. To, either yeah, way. It's either it's either way. In a either way. Yeah. Point, right? right. Right. Yeah. I mean,
5: okay. I, so it, personal experience. Like, for instance, real quick story. Like, uh, I was involved in a venture capital uh, group, and we we kind of seeded Google. Uh, and the thing about venture capital is, when they go public, you sell everything, right? And and then, but or do you buy it, right? And mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, you you have a windfall of money just by a company going public. But then you'd sell it, right? And if you held on to Google, who knows, right? But <laughs> P- person that might, might not be here. <laughs> Somebody. Might. <laughs> might. <laughs> well, I mean, there's retirement accounts could be holding some Google stock. <laughs> but uh, no, I think, uh, no, it, it's the same kind of thing, though. It's the same kind of thing it's when you think about selling this ticket that you spent 2000 on. Mm-hmm. You cash out. Now you have money and cash in hand to do other things with. Uh, yeah. And maybe you might win more money. Uh, depending on how you position yourself from a betting standpoint,
3: yeah. which I think is an important uh, point to bring up, there is that like 125,000 today is better than 200,000 that's coming up on like what February 8th, I believe, is when yeah. NFL Honors right. is when they would announce it, and also Purdy still has to like do stuff to win the award, and yeah. even if it, he could be the most deserving person and it's still voted on, and who knows, maybe people just say I don't want to vote for Purdy, and you end up losing the ticket there anyway. So I guess like, you remove all risk and just get 125,000 right now, but it's. Can you do something between now and that February 8th date to win $75,000? Maybe, maybe not.
4: But you don't, you don't have to make it up. I think so. there's always risk when you're investing yeah. in, in, in an opinion market, right? Mm-hmm. right? It's subjective. It, it, you bet a team to win, it's objectively determined on right. the field. Yeah. The, the, vote, the voters, um, you know, Professor Aaron Moore does a great job for in handicapping voters in different markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you're handicapping the voter as much as you are um, the competitors. Well, let's handicap Survivor. The Circus Survivor is down to 10 entries,
3: and this is a very, very interesting week here. We have team availabilities for every team, with the Cardinals, Panthers, Broncos, Colts, Raiders, Patriots, Jets. I don't know how many people will be taking any of those teams. Uh, teams who are not available Buffalo's not available for Saturday, Baltimore's not available, Dallas' not available, Miami, Seattle, San Francisco. Uh, Mike, would you like to give us the lay of the land on where we sit here with Circus well, Survivor? Well,
4: let's just narrow it down to the four games that might be chosen there was one person that had the Rams he may or may not have taken him last night nine out of the ten have the Packers mm-hmm. on the road at Carolina nine out of the ten have the Bears there's a uh, Greg Jones LA Jones has publicly said he's taking the Bears mm-hmm. mm. doesn't mean he has to right, right right but he said he has and he's gonna hedge hedge but the money line bet on, on on Arizona and then all ten have the Broncos in the Christmas Eve night game uh, against the Patriots um, I'll give you a scenario that I think is interesting, and I want to ask Pritch if he had all, forget the Rams because we know, but the other three available, who would you take? So you can think about that question. Mm -hmm. But the person that had the Rams from a game theory standpoint, you take the Rams last night, and if you win, there's a chance the other nine are all on Denver. When it gets announced here on Vison at nine o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Pacific on Saturday, you have twenty five hours to muster as much money as you can, if the mm-hmm. all other nine were on. And it's three ten here, find the price. You find three dollars on the Broncos. Let's just for math use three to one. If you could get down four point five million dollars on the Broncos money line on Saturday night and they win, mm-hmm. you win one five and you march forward with the ten others. If they lose, you lose four or five and you win nine, two. So you've won 4.7 million. And if they push the greatest of all, you win the whole nine, two and you don't lose your other bet. Now, if one other person's on air is is on the bears, at least those results are all known before Denver kicks off. Right. Mm -hmm. You could be in a spot where it's just you and Jones, if you had done that. And now you know that you'd be, and and you know, Jones will chop, Right. right? We know the golden boy won't chop. Um, you know Jones will chop, so you know if Denver Denver loses, you're going to split it right. four or six each, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. now, you're, to question to you, if you um, had all three, I don't think it's the Packers. No. Would you consider Denver? the
5: Bears or are you going with Denver? I would go with Denver. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that situation. Uh, yeah. You know, um, you know the Bears are intriguing because I don't know if Uberfluss is going to keep his job or not, but uh, <laughs> this team has responded uh, in a certain way, and, and mm-hmm. you like the way they're playing, but Denver at home, uh, against uh, the Patriots, were where I would go. Any concern with weather with this? Because, like, it was a survivor, small. and it's,
3: weather you know. games can get a little bit tricky. And I, I know Denver has been a house of horrors for Bill Belichick, even when he had Tom Brady. Like, mm-hmm. they oh. go they they always him that go one there.
4: game. Remember the NCT? <laughs> yeah. They sacked him it was like, like, like 12 times. times. It was Every time he got back, they Von sacked. Miller
3: went to the Hall of Fame <laughs> off right. that game yeah. alone, yeah. I think. But it's always been a tricky place for the Patriots to go travel to mm-hmm. out in the Rocky Mountains. But the weather would just scare me a little bit that. Who knows how this Kyle, thing unfolds with snow on Kyler the Murray scares me. Yeah, there's I, a, I'll be
5: honest with you, Kyler right. Murray scares me w- when you're this deep in the survivor. Yeah. I think everything kind of would scare so, you. Right. But you're sweating. Uh, yeah, you're sweating easy. something. Yeah. But Denver, uh, we we're, were the direction I would go. In. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah. Denver right now
5: is a seven point favorite mm-hmm. against the Patriots.
3: It's man. I, I think I think I'd go with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I, you think would.
4: If, I think I would. I think I, I think I'd roll You're the a dice. I think I'd roll the dice you with want, Joe you Barry. Don't want to be, and you also don't want to be on the team that everybody else has, right? You want I to want to win shot? the nine point two. Yeah, I don't to want to win three. I mean well, then, then
5: you I, gotta get to Christmas, though. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Then you gotta do so, the whole thing the next day. I think
4: Christmas becomes irrelevant. Okay. You're gonna have to have a huge upset okay. there. Yeah. It's, the, oh, it's only the first two games. Nobody has the the night game in San Francisco. Right. So nine have the Eagles, two have Kansas City and the one guy has both. So he could okay. use Kansas City and still have So now he's got left. the Eagles.
5: Okay. Yep.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles play the Cardinals, I believe, next week, week yeah. seventeen. So you can kind of keep that as mm-hmm. your ace in your in your back pocket there. All right. Hour number two starts mm-hmm. with high ability or liability here on the Lombardi line.
5: work.